All right, so here we are, episode two, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Wait, Stone, I've chapter. T- oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> so, are we gonna do what we did in the last episode, like how we have to like count how many times you say the chapter title? You can count anything you would yes. like to. Chapter two, the Vanishing Glass. One. <laughs> Nearly ten years had passed since the Dursleys had woken up to find their nephew on the front step, but Privet Drive had hardly changed at all. The sun rose in the same tidy front gardens and lit up the brass number four on the Dursleys' front door. That's how the chapter starts. Cool. Okay, so this is a bit of a short chapter, chapter two, The Vanishing Glass. And the way it starts out, uh, actually, before we get into the beginning of the chapter, I think we need to uh, revisit one thing from last week Uh, or last episode. I know. So last episode, we were talking about the milk bottles on the doorstep. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, so we were talking about those, and one of the things I said is that this book takes place in 1992. Do you remember me saying that? Yes. Okay, so a slight correction. The Uh-oh. Most of the story takes place in 1992. However, the first part of the story, where Harry is one year old, that part would have been 1982. Really? Yeah, so that first chapter was actually 1982, not 1992. Isn't Harry Potter only like two years older than you or something? Uh, One. Only one year older than you? I believe he was born in 1981. I was born in 1982. Uh, oh, so then he's three years older than mom or four? <laughs> I don't think we can talk about your mother's age. Why? Because you never talk about a woman's age. I'm a woman and we talk about my age. You're a youth. Woman. Woman. (laughs) You are not an adult yet. Yes, I am. I'm 11. That's an adult. (laughs) Not even in the wizarding world. In the wizarding world, you are not an adult till you're 17. (gasps) That's just me. How wooed. How wooed. All right. So chapter two, The Vanishing Glass. Two. I think your count's a little off again this week. All right. So it starts off, uh, we're talking about the Dursleys, and not much has changed with them in the last 10 years, but we find out that this chapter starts 10 years after chapter one. Ten years. It's quite a bit of a jump, don't you think? Yeah, I kind of do think. Right. So it says not much has changed except for the pictures on the wall. Actually, it says the mantelpiece, but I'm sure there were probably some pictures on the wall, too. Probably. So one thing I noticed. I have a question. What is a mantelpiece? Uh, the mantle that would be like above the fireplace. 
Oh, okay. I know. It's kind of like a shelf. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I've seen them in like books and movies and that all that junk. Right. So pretty much the only thing that has changed is the pictures on the mantle because Dudley is no longer a baby, but now he is, how old is he now? I think 10, no. He turns 11 in this chapter. Right. So I think actually as we start, we find out that Dudley has just turned 11. And we find out that Harry is sleeping in a little cupboard under the stairs, right? Also known as the cupboard under the stairs. Isn't that exactly what I just said? No. You said a little cupboard that is under the stairs. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yes, in a cupboard under the stairs. Uh, He gets woken up by his aunt. Petunia. Yes, Aunt Petunia. Uh, backing uh-huh. up for just a second, we we learn that there's a lot of pictures of Dudley on the mantle, and I'm sure there's some on the wall too. Uh, and but just from of Harry. just from looking at the pictures, you would not know that Harry even lived there, right? Because there's yeah. zero pictures of Harry. So we find out that it is Dudley's birthday, eleventh birthday. Yeah, does it actually say he's eleven? I'm not quite sure. I think it does. Okay. Well, I know we learned that he is 11, but I'm not sure if it says. Oh, one. What? Whatever. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, One thing that I did notice that I had forgotten about is when he's getting his socks on, uh, he has to pull a spider off of one of his socks. Right. And he's basically just used to having spiders crawling around on his clothes. I absolutely hate spiders. Even though you love them because you'll actually pick them up and shove them in and shove them in my face. I do not shove spiders (laughs) in your face. You've done that before at camping and Jocelyn's face, but... Okay, maybe once or twice, <laughs> but not usually. <laughs> and we started screaming our heads off. <laughs> and everybody was laughing at us. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> right, so it kind of describes Harry, and uh, one thing we learn is that he has a very thin scar that looks like a bolt of lightning on his forehead. Like this doggy I drew? Yes, just like the doggy <laughs> that you drew in your notebook. Right? He has the glasses. Um, uh-huh. And the scar that's... Right. The glasses have been are held together with tape. Oh, yeah. I didn't draw the tape, but... Oh, well. oh do you have a pen, a pen handy? Don't ask questions. Uh, <laughs> that that's, is not one of the rules that's at one this of, house. That's because one of we're the not rules at the Dursleys. In the Dursleys' house. I know, but we're not at 
the Dursleys house, are we? No. <laughs> but here he is told that the reason he has the lightning bolt shaped scar is because he got that in the car accident where his parents died. Died. Yes, in air quotes. At least that's what he's told, so that's what he believes because he doesn't know any better. So then they sit down for breakfast. Uh, Dudley starts counting his presents. And do you remember how many presents Dudley counts? 36. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, he counts 36 presents and then he gets all mad because he says that's two less than last year. And then his mom points out that there's another one under a big gift from his parents. So then that's 37. And, but he still wants that he has one present less, less than last year. Right. So then his mom promises to buy him two presents while they go out. So then he'll have one well, and then he pauses because he can't do the math to figure out that it's actually 39. <laughs> so 39 it's, pumpkin deers. So <laughs> when deer. I was picturing this before I watched the movie and I could like see Dudley and it's like you can see him thinking. You can almost imagine like the smoke coming out of his ears because <laughs> he's thinking so hard. Have you ever seen that in a movie before? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was picturing. They didn't <laughs> quite do that in the movie, but we're not no. discussing the movie just yet. We'll talk about that later. What about, but what presents did he get? Uh, we don't actually know them yet. Well, we know a few. Well, we know some stuff that... Like, oh, yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> So what are they? Uh, let's see. It looks like he got a new computer, a second television, a racing bike. Why do you think Dudley wanted a racing bike? Probably so that he can run seven-year-olds over with... His racing bike. Maybe. So one of the things <laughs> here he says is he wonders why he wanted the racing bike because he is fat and doesn't like to exercise at all in any way, shape, or form unless he's punching people. That's the only thing he enjoys doing that's physical. And his punching bag is hairy. Yes, that is his favorite punching bag. <laughs> well, I suppose it doesn't really work because Harry's so skinny. So he, he doesn't really have much to punch. Yeah, you can still punch skinny people. It still works. I know, but they're mostly like just skin and bones. That's true. They don't really have a lot of fat on them. Like Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the time of recording this, Nigel is pretty skinny. Hey, Nigel, how's it going? <laughs> well... To be honest, he's very, very skinny. <laughs> All right. So at this point, uh, the phone rings. Mrs. Dursley goes to answer it. And Harry and Uncle Vernon, they watch Dudley unwrap the last of his presents. What is it? A racing bike, uh, 
some computer games and a VCR. Oh, a VCR. Isabel, do you know what a VCR is? Isn't it like a really, really old DVD player or something? (laughs) 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 What are you laughing at? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, exactly what it is. Really? Kind of, sort of. Kind what do you mean, kind of, sort (laughs) of? I feel so old right now. (laughs) Maybe because you are kind of old? Hey, I am not that old. (laughs) You are kind of (laughs) old? No, I'm not old. I mean, like, 37 is kind of old. No, 37 is not old. 37 <laughs> is quite young. Fine, then 38 is old and you're almost 38. <laughs> so. <laughs> so a VCR. <laughs> I, think, I think you're going to have to cut some of the laughing out. No, I think we need to leave it all in. So, Isabel, a VCR, ah! a VCR is what you used to play movies on before DVD players. So how's it kind of sort? So how's it like kind of sort of a really really old DVD player? Well, it's a device (laughs) that you would have in your home that you would put a movie in and watch it on your TV, which is the same thing you do with a DVD player or a Blu-ray player. So it's a really really old DVD (laughs) player. (laughs) Except you would not put discs into it. Whatever. Same difference. No, not the same. Not the same at all. <laughs> Fine. The similar. only difference is the shape and what you put in it. That better? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Moving right ah! along. Enough about DVD players and VCRs. Which <laughs> but in 1992, I don't think we had DVD players yet. So it's a really, really old DVD player. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the phone call that Aunt Petunia (laughs) answered was Mrs. Fig saying that she could not take Harry because she had broken her leg. Wait, wait, wait. To all our listeners out there who don't know who Mrs. Fig is, who is Mrs. Fig? (laughs) Mrs. Fig is there, well, she's an old lady who lives two streets away. Whose house smells like cabbage and she has 10 bazillion cats. Mrs. Fig. That's her. Is, is it really 10 bazillion cats, though? I don't think it's quite that I, many. I'm, I'm over-exaggerating. So what is over-exaggerating? Because I know what exaggerating is. But what know. happens when you go over-exaggerating? Do you think anybody's still listening to this <laughs> podcast after the last two minutes? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So maybe we should quit. No, I think we should keep going. <laughs> Let's just keep going. So for our yeah. one listener that's still here, <laughs> or maybe it's just us. Maybe. Right. So they uh, try and think of another place to send Harry uh, Harry comes up with the idea, oh, you could just leave me at home, which, of course, they shoot down because they think he would destroy the house. Explode the house. Well, if you house. explode the house, it would be kind of destroyed, wouldn't it? Yeah, but explode is a better word than destroy, so. <laughs> right. So, oh, one thing I think we forgot we didn't go through yet 
is there is a lot of strange things that happen to Harry. Around Harry. Yeah, they happen around Harry. So like with his hair, um, when they get his hair cut, it grows back to the same length. Instantly. Like. Yeah, just like that. Like a snap of the fingers. Very good. That doesn't work, though. Right. And one of the things he says is he's had more haircuts than all of the kids in his class combined. I thought he said in school, but yeah, same thing. But still, all of them combined. That's a lot of haircuts. Uh, That probably equals like at least 100. Probably, yes. So anyways, he's had had a lot of haircuts. Um, I think Aunt Petunia tried putting this really ugly sweater on him, and he really didn't want it on. I wish, oh, we can't talk about the movie yet, but I wish this was in the movie where she's trying to put on the sweater on him. Shrink, 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 until, didn't say it, until it was like only fit a mouse or something like that. Uh, something like that. It would only fit a doll or something. So Something like that. Right. So strange things like this have been always happening around Harry, and he doesn't know why. He doesn't get it. And oh, a- but and uh, Aunt Petunia said, oh, well, maybe it, got sh- it shrunk in the wash. Yes, that's definitely what happened, Aunt Petunia. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Wh- while you were trying to fit it on Harry's head, it, it definitely <laughs> it shrank. Too shrunk. In the wash. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, but, I still don't think anyone's <laughs> listening to this right now. Probably not, but that's okay. But one of the favorite, one of my favorite things that happens to Harry is when he's running away from Dudley and some of his gang, uh. <laughs> and he winds up on the roof of the school, the chimney <laughs> of the school over the cafeteria. Oh my goodness! Because he was running and he just jumped, and that's how I jumped. <laughs> Oh, that would be pretty amazing. So anyways, uh, they finally decide that they're going to take Harry with because they don't want to leave him alone. Uh, Dudley starts fake crying. So that he gets what he wants. Right, because that's what he does to get his way. Oh, so when he starts fake crying, what is the nickname that his mother calls him? It's so amazing. Was it like, oh, it's okay, my Diddy Dumpkins, don't cry. (laughs) Diddy Dumpkins. Such a great little nickname for him. (laughs) Oh, Diddy Dumpkins, don't cry, my Diddy Diddy Dumpkins. Right, so then then at this point, his friend comes over, and of course, he immediately stops fake crying because he doesn't want to see his friend. His he does. <laughs> oh my goodness! He does not want his friend to see him fake crying. So they're on the way to the zoo, and one of the things Uncle Vernon complains to Aunt Petunia about is, well, everything. He likes to complain. What does he like to complain about? He likes to complain about Harry. People, People at work, work. Harry, Harry, the bank, Harry, Harry. motorcycles, Harry, <laughs> something else, Harry, something else, Harry, something else, Harry, something else, Harry, 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 so mostly Harry. Right, so that's what he likes to complain about. 
But one of the in things, the car, right? So in the car, one of the thing that he is complaining about at the moment is motorcycles because they're driving around like maniacs. Blah blah blah. So then Harry chimes in that he had a dream about a motorcycle once, and and it was flying. And when he says that, Uncle Vernon nearly crashes into the car in front of him, <laughs> and he yells back at him, "Motorcycles don't fly." <laughs> He doesn't actually say that, but... Uh, no. But I can, like, imagine him saying that. Yep. So they're at the zoo, and after lunch, they go into the reptile house, and they see a really big snake, and <laughs> Dudley comes over to it, presses his nose right on the glass, <laughs> and, of course, the snake is resting. Because if you've ever seen a snake at a zoo, what are they doing mostly? They're mostly just... Hanging out. Sup, kids? I'm just like sitting here, just like watching you. Right, so that's what it's doing. It Dudley comes up and starts banging on the glass. Make it move! He yells to his dad. So, of course, it doesn't move. He says it's boring, so. This is the voice I imagine Dudley speaking in. You think he sounds like a mouse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you did that. Make a move, Right. So the snake doesn't move, so he says it's boring, and he walks away. And then Harry's looking at it. Hi, I'm a snake, and I am completely eye-level with you. How are you, Harry Potter? So Harry's looking at the snake, and it slowly opens its eyes and raises its head till it's level with Harry's, and then it winks. Wink, wink. Did you know snakes can wink? No. Well, they can in the Harry Potter world. I don't know if they can in real life. I wish they could, and I wish I could talk to them and make them die instantly, because I absolutely hate snakes. And spiders. And brothers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, the snake is looking at Harry. Harry starts talking to the snake, and the snake is is responding to him and nodding his head and points his tail at the sign. And then all of a sudden, right, that's what it's doing. Well, that's what everyone else can hear, but this is what Harry hears. Yaddy, yaddy, bloody, 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 yaddy, yaddy, blah, blah, blah. Right. So then uh, Dudley's friend sees Harry talking to the snake. And so, of course, he yells for Dudley and Mr. Dursley to come over there. So when Dudley gets over there, he pushes Harry out of the way. Harry falls onto the floor. And, of course, he's mad about that because he just got pushed to the floor. So he's kind of glaring. Like anyone would be mad if they got pushed to the floor unless they told someone to push him to the floor just to like pretend that they're like not French or something. Right. So <laughs> Harry sits up. He looks at the glass. Well, he tries to, and but then, the glass <laughs> has disappeared. The vanishing glass. Three. Chapter two, the vanishing glass. Four. <laughs> I have not forgotten that, <laughs> father. I'm so happy for you, daughter. Sorry. Right, so the snake gets out. He starts 
going past Harry and what does he say to Harry? Do you remember? Somewhere here I come. Thanks. Brazil, here I come. Thanks, Thanks, amigo. (laughs) (laughs) So then in the car ride home, of course, Dudley keeps exaggerating and by the end of the ride... Right, he's trying to say that it had tried to attack him, and father, father, it almost <coughs> bit my leg off or something like that. Right, and then one of the thing appears. Uh, Dudley's friend says, "Harry, you were talking to it, weren't you?" No, he he says to Mister Dursley, and I'm pretty sure that Harry was talking to the snake. Okay, so I'm looking at the book right now, and he actually does say, "Harry was talking to it, weren't you, Harry?" Close enough. (laughs) Close enough. Right. That's why we have the book when we're actually going through it. So we have listened to the audio book. And now as we go through the episode, I'm holding the book in my hand so we can reference it. And (laughs) sorry. So we don't miss anything, even though we might still miss stuff, but that's okay. So, of course, after Pierce leaves um harry gets in trouble and he has to stay in the cupboard under the stairs for like a week or something and i think it was like all night with no meals and harry wishes he had a watch because he didn't know what time it is and he and he wanted to know if the dursleys were in bed because he didn't want to risk going out to the food to Let's try this again. He You're didn't want to. <laughs> he didn't want. I don't even need to talk. I'll just let you do it. <laughs> Keep going. He didn't want to. Risk- oh, you're doing great. <laughs> okay, can you like stop doing? He didn't want to risk getting caught sneaking out to the kitchen to get food, so he wanted to make sure that the Dursleys were in bed. Okay, bad. Right. So that's pretty much the end of the chapter here. Um, he's gotten in trouble, and that's about it. So, uh, what did we learn in this chapter? Uh, pretty much that it was Dudley's birthday. Weird things go. Weird things happen when Harry's around. Well, weird things happen around Harry. Uh, weird things happen to Harry. Dudley absolutely hates Harry. The Dursleys absolutely hate Harry. Harry's parents died in quotes in a car crash. Um, and Harry gets in trouble. Right, so they go to the zoo for Dudley's birthday. They see a snake. Glass disappears. Snake comes out. The vanishing glass. Glass vanishes, <laughs> and Harry gets in trouble. The end. All right. Anything else to uh, cover about this chapter? Anything else you have in the notes there? See you next week, I guess, or whatever. I guess. See ya. Bye.